Welcome to the Fabric Podcast, where we explore company culture and how it scales as a company grows. Brought to you by the team at The Receptionist, a bootstrapped Denver-based software company. Each episode of Fabric will set out to uncover unique and uncommon answers to the question, how do companies of any size create a culture and core values that employees actually live out? On this episode of the Fabric Podcast, we are talking about an important topic, onboarding. We're joined by our newest hire, Corey Henning, business development representative who started four days before we headed home due to the pandemic, along with Alex Sassano, customer experience representative who started working at the receptionist in January 2020. Each shares about their onboarding experience, and we discuss what that was like when onboarding happened in the office and when done mostly remotely. We talk about the importance of communication, helping new employees understand their role, the tech and the tools they will use, and the importance of getting to know the team you're working with. Our values of Fabric were clear from day one and showed up naturally in the onboarding process. Alex and Corey share their thoughts for employers and employees to help onboarding go well when it happens remotely. Enjoy the episode. All right. Well, I am so excited to have on the show today, Alex and Corey. Alex, welcome back. Thank you. And Corey, welcome to your first episode of the podcast. Great to be here. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So since this is your first time on the show, tell us a little bit, when did you join the team and what's something you've enjoyed about your experience so far? So I joined the receptionist about March 9th. So that's going to be approximately four days uh, before quarantine kind of hit. So I have a very unique story when it comes to the receptionist. And I think something that I've really enjoyed is the warmth that the team has given me. Um, Even though it's been a very strange time. I have felt like I was just one of the group. Oh my goodness. What, yeah, what a hard time to be joining any company, but especially one that we just value so much being together, seeing each other, having fun together. I know it's been hard to not be together as a team, but to start and then basically have to leave. And yeah, that must just have been so strange and good timing to have you on the show because we're talking about onboarding. So what an interesting onboarding experience you must have had. Um, But before we get to your experience, Alex, you were in the office for about two months um, before we all had to go home for the pandemic. So tell us a little bit about what your onboarding experience was like and um, anything that might be sort of the general process of getting someone onboarded at the receptionist. Sure. So Right. As you said, I was onboarded in January and the onboarding process really is, it felt so organic. Everything was very natural. A lot of it is just learning the product and learning the systems that we use. Everybody does take sort of an exam over the receptionist to make sure we know what we're supporting and what we're selling. And Um, Also, I had a sit down with Andy, our founder and CEO, and he kind of did an overview of the company and where he's come from and how we've gotten to where we were in January. Um, And that, that was pretty much my onboarding experience. Okay. And then within your own role, was there specific training? How did you get up to speed on what you would be doing? Sure. A lot of my training was playing on the iPad with our app you know, messing around in our, in our web portal, configuring the receptionist and reading a lot of support articles, which ironically, I now mostly write and manage. So that's kind of cool. That really helped me get familiar with, with the receptionist. Okay, great. And so obviously that was in office with people and 
Corey, you had a few days in the office. So what was your onboarding experience like? So the first four days, it was really great. Um, I was very fortunate that we got to have one of our big company gatherings within my first days. Luckily, was able to get a couple fun activities in with not only the entire company, but with the sales team um, more specifically. And it was a lot of just sitting next to people, shadowing what it is that they are doing, absorbing as much information as possible. And then hopefully after getting a better handle of things, then setting me out so then I could learn um, and kind of go forth on my own. But the first four days were a lot of shadowing, a lot of setting up technology, a lot of like what Alex said, learning the product. There's continuous learning with our product. And I think when you're coming into it, even if you try to prep prior to being hired, it's still a lot of information that you have to try to understand. And then when you did have to leave after those first amazing four days, did the official onboarding continue? Was that something you sort of talked about? Okay, we're still onboarding. Or was it at that point, you're just sort of going now? That's a really good question. It kind of depends. It varied. We really had to learn how to go with the flow and collaborate with one another. Our senior business development representative, Andy Thompson, who has been on the show prior to this, she really was a huge aspect in my my whole onboarding. I did a lot of calls, uh, sharing Zoom calls, kind of sharing screens, figuring out just what is the method to the madness. Um, so shadowing no longer was sitting side by side, but it was more so sharing screens. Got it. Now, Alex, Corey was lucky enough to have some fun events when she got started. Did anything like that happen uh, at the timing that you came in? And I guess what I'm curious about, was it just sort of good timing for Corey? Or does this sort of happen when someone is brought in? Is there more of a focus on some of these bigger events to bring everyone together? Yeah, actually, I, I think it was my second day. We had an annual volunteer day. Um, we volunteered at Safe House Denver, um, which is a really cool organization. And yeah, I think that was just my first week. So fun events and, you know, volunteering is something that is just ongoing all year. And we've really tried to continue that while being at home. We have had several ha- virtual happy hours, team lunches over Zoom. So even though we're not together physically, we're still continuing to do things the way that that we know how to do them. Yeah. I mean, we do have a lot of uh, events and activities and like you said, volunteering and we have culture clubs. So there's often things going on that people can get involved with, but I can see where um, maybe in a company that doesn't have those as often or um, doesn't come together in the same ways we do, that it might be nice to have some sort of team event as part of an onboarding situation. So Corey, again, I know you were in the office for just a few days before the pandemic, but you did sort of continue to onboard as you went home. What do you think we did well that allowed you to feel not only ready for your role, but a a part of the team coming into us during this really strange time? As Alex mentioned, we have been able to have some happy hours. And I think that's really, really great. A big aspect that I think is important when you're joining a team not only when you are joining during on the brink of a, a pandemic, but just in general, you're nervous and you don't necessarily know anybody, uh, which is 
was the case when I, I joined the receptionist team. And so I think being able to be just very genuine and warm is really important. Uh, so some of the things that we have done that has helped me feel like part of the team and get to know people, you know, more than just a Slack channel or through maybe other conversations that we're having during team uh, Zoom meetings is we have done fun games like sharing school photos or sharing baby photos, doing really fun little games during our lunch hours. Like uh, we did a bracketeer game and just fun little kind of quick games that help you learn about your coworkers. And I think that helps as far as getting ready for my role. It is just a lot of asking questions. And not only that, having your team be able to be receptive to those questions, you're new and you have a lot of those uncertainties. Uh, You also don't want to overstep into someone else's busy day. So I'm very thankful. I think the receptionist has done a really good job of making sure that they are available. Um, And even when I'm maybe hesitant to reach out and ask for help, there's so many people who are who are checking in and kind of tapping in to say like, Hey, you know, we haven't heard, heard from you in a while. Um, as far as any questions, like, how are you doing? And I think just that temperature check is something that's very phenomenal. Yeah. You make a really good point because if you're physically in the office with someone, they can see maybe if you're struggling or or you look uncertain, um, you can see if someone is busy and is this an appropriate time to ask them a question. But when you're remote, you don't necessarily see those things. So that's that's great that you were asked, you were welcomed for questions and that you were willing to, to speak up when you needed help. And I love part of what you shared is you touched on a couple of our values about how much fun you were having in the beginning. And you talked about people being genuine and that goes back to our, our quality of being authentic. So I'm curious, how does fabric come into play during onboarding? We've talked in episodes about during the hiring process our values are very clear and you come into your actual job knowing what those values are and seeing them play out. But in the onboarding process, I'm wondering, is there any explicit discussion around our values? Um, is it more just sort of implicit and it's part of what you feel? Alex, what was your experience like? Sure. So my experience was, you know, during the hiring process, there was a lot of fabric talk, which is fantastic. And that that's a huge part of hiring here at the receptionist. And when I came in, I just felt those values being lived out in in everybody. I don't know that it it had to be a conversation um, because you come in knowing what those values are. And honestly, just working at the receptionist every day, you know, it is a fun time and onboarding was a fun time. It's overwhelming. It's a lot of information to learn, but everyone here is, is so authentic, so bold, <laughs> respectful. So it just, it just naturally comes into play. Yeah. Corey, what was your experience like? I think kind of echoing that you have fun every day, whether you really expect to have fun. We are really big on using gifts. We love to share photos with each other. And I think just the little things that make you smile really fuel you throughout the day. Another aspect is that collaboration. And it comes when there's something that's really exciting. And it also comes when there's an obstacle to overcome. And I think that's something that our team does really well at continuously keeping in front of mind. 
Absolutely. Now, as we've talked, you've already given some really good hints and ideas for any of our employers who may need to go through some onboarding during a pandemic. But if they are onboarding a remote employee, let's talk about some things maybe they need to consider as they bring on new employees or any sort of tips for them. Alex, what are your thoughts? Yeah, the first thing that comes to mind is that communication is key. I would say don't expect your new employees to know what's going on. Setting those, setting expectations for them, you know, even things like when they should be online, you know, where they should be working from, if they have an office to go into, you know, if that's an option for them, um, don't assume that they know what's going on because they may be afraid to ask. Everything is so overwhelming during the onboarding process. So as, as Corey just said, temperature check, I think that is huge. Absolutely. Corey, anything that you would add to that for our employers? I think another aspect that I never thought of coming in as an employee into the um, then partial remote, now full remote, was the kind of electronic side of things. I think another really huge thing is having employers, um, again, like Alex mentioned, not make assumptions that your employees are going to know what tools are going to make them the most efficient. So really kind of sharing those tricks and those tips a lot of times, even it may seem silly, but what do they do with their Outlook or their email configurations that make them very productive? You know, just sharing that, it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to adapt it in the same way. But I think a lot of people will agree that it's easy to formulate what works best for you by seeing other examples. And so definitely um, that communication aspect is huge. Yeah. So communicating, helping set up technology, making sure they're clear on their role, their job responsibilities, and then kind of that that culture and, and feeling a part of the team, all that's really important. Now, what about any tips or thoughts for employees? Because we've kind of alluded to this, that you don't always know what you don't know, and you don't always know what to ask, or you don't always feel comfortable. So what should employees maybe keep an eye out for or ask about as they're onboarded? Corey, what do you think? As an employee, I think it's most important that you stay true to yourself, but also remember to be bold and ask questions. If you don't know something, you're not going to learn it if the question doesn't get asked. So I think taking that step forward, even if you think it's a silly question or it's something that you feel like you should have known already, it is still important to to raise your hand and say, Hey, I need a refresher on this. And I think that's the best way to set yourself up for success. Absolutely. Alex, what do you think? I agree. And I also think getting to know your coworkers, making an effort to reach out will also set you up for success. If you're new to a company and you're onboarding remotely, um, you know, see if coworkers would be down for a, you know, a zoom, a quick zoom call, just a quick get to know you or a happy hour. Everyone's probably tired of happy hours uh, six months in, but I think getting to know your coworkers, um, you know, having people on your side, having people that you can confide in and trust and ask questions will, would also be, you know, a huge, huge advantage. Yeah, that's a great point because especially if not a lot of new employees have been coming in in this time and now you're being brought in and we're still in the remote environment, it really is so important to get to know your coworkers. And if those regular get-togethers and out-of-office events and volunteering, if that's not part of the, the culture and the norm, 
the rest of the company might not think about it, but you coming in as a new employee can kind of set the new tone. So I love that. Lots of great tips for anyone who is an employer, but also maybe an employee going through an onboarding process. So thank you both so much for being on the episode today and sharing your thoughts and your experiences with onboarding. Thank you so much, Sarah. This is fun. Thanks for having me, Sarah. Regardless of your role in the onboarding process, you now have some great tips for how to help onboarding go well when it happens remotely. If you'd like to learn more about The Receptionist for iPad and get a two-week free trial, no credit card required, visit us at thereceptionist.com.